0: here this morning, isn't it? You yeah, had your Bibles taken to Romans chapter number 2, Romans chapter 2, we're going to read a portion of scripture here and, and uh, give you a thought regarding salvation. <clears throat> As we look at this text, uh, it's a very, it's a different text, um, and it talks about something that... Uh, not necessarily uh, talk about in daily life, but it's just an example of what takes place in, in the Jewish law and those that took place at that time period. And uh, Paul addresses uh, what's taking place here and how important it is not to to add to uh, to salvation. And so we're going to talk about adding to salvation, how important it is not to add something that doesn't need to be added to, and, uh, and we'll get there in just a moment, but Romans chapter 2, if you're there, if you will stand with me if you can, Romans chapter 2, and let's read in verse number 24, the Bible says, for the name of God is blasphemed among Gentiles through you as it is written, for circumcision verily profiteth if thou keep the law. But if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, it, it, if it fulfill the law, judge thee, who by the letter in circumcision dost transgress the law. For if he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh, but he that is a Jew, which is one outwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart and in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Interesting text that Paul talks about circumcision. And uh, we are going to look at this, and we'll, we'll get moving forward give you a couple thoughts regarding this specific thing god i love you i thank you for this morning i pray as we move on and forward with the service i pray that you'd give me the words to say the ability to say it lord i pray that you'd put in my mouth the words that you want said this morning only what you want said Lord, I'd ask that if there's one in here today that may doubt whether they're on their way to heaven, I pray that they would get that settled. Lord, I also ask that you would give me clarity of mind this morning, unction from the Holy One, and prayer requests for those that need prayer this morning, those those that are sick, those that are battling with things this morning, I pray that you comfort them and encourage them and strengthen them in the Lord as only you can. We love you in the strong name of Jesus. We pray, Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. They believed the Jewish people at this time believed that circumcision—that uh, was a sign that you was believed in Judaism. They believed that that was what was taking place. Is you believe that, and so circumcision, circumcision would take place. And uh, when Gentiles started getting saved, they were worried and concerned that they were not circumcised. They thought it was necessary for a part of salvation that they would be circumcised. Now Paul goes on to say and, and begins to preach and teach to them how important it is that whether, whether someone is circumcised or whether someone is not circumcised, they will all stand at the judgment seat of Christ. And then not only that, but Paul was, in the verses before, Paul talks about the secrets of man. He talks about standing before the judgment with the secrets of man. And so we see this context of the scripture. Paul is telling them, don't add to salvation. Don't you dare add. Don't you dare add circumcision. Don't you dare add that to salvation because that's not what it takes. You can, you can do whatever you think you need to do for your own personal use, but don't you add to salvation. Paul is, hey, I don't care if they've done it. I don't care if they've kept it. I don't care if they, they had that done to them. I don't care, because that's not what's going to get you to heaven. Don't you add to salvation. And I'm here to tell you this morning, I've got three thoughts this morning concerning salvation don't add to salvation. Don't you dare add to salvation. Because here, picture this with me. They wanted them to believe in Jesus Christ and then get circumcised. That's what they believed. That's what they wanted to, 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 to take place. Because it was a part of what they were is a part of what they believed. That's what they wanted to take place. No. Because that's adding to salvation. Do you want to know people that add to salvation? People that say this, ready? You must accept Jesus Christ and then get baptized. That's not what that water's for. That water doesn't wash away your sins. That water doesn't doesn't, uh, bring you to heaven. That water doesn't take you to heaven. That is adding to salvation. You say, what is salvation? Salvation is, uh, as the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Nothing more. Nothing less. It doesn't take you uh, doing certain things. The only thing that can take you to heaven is the blood of Jesus Christ. And asking him for salvation. He is our salvation. You say, what is adding to salvation? Well, I'm glad you asked. When people want to add baptism to there. People want to say that you've got to be able to speak in tongues to go to heaven. You've got to be able to be baptized in Jesus' name. You've got to be baptized in a specific church to be able to go to heaven. That is not salvation. Jesus Christ, or Paul, Paul says in this text, don't add to salvation. You say, why shouldn't I add to salvation? Well, here's the reason why you shouldn't ask. Add for salvation. The Bible says, but God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ's death burial, and resurrection would all be in vain if we had to do something to get our salvation. What was the point of him dying if I have to work my way to heaven? Bible says Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8 and verse number 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, that works won't get you there any more than being, uh, being a member of Mid-County Baptist Church would get you there. Nothing like that, will get you to heaven. Salvation, don't add to it. Don't add to it. Don't complicate the gospel. The Bible says you must become as a little child to get saved. Do you know why it says that? Because the, the, what it takes to believe to go to heaven? Jesus. Jesus. Faith in Jesus Christ. Do you know what little children will believe? Everything you tell them. Daddy is the strongest ever. Alyssa always tells me, Daddy, you're the best cookest ever. Don't you tell her any different. (laughs) But do you know what? She believes it. As a little child, the Bible says, you've got to come to me. Come to me for salvation. There are three points about salvation. Number one salvation's free. Salvation is free. It didn't cost me a, it didn't cost me a dime. Somebody paid for it, but it didn't cost me a dime. <laughs> salvation's free. Bible says in Romans chapter number six and verse 23 for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, what is a gift? Ah hey, you know, what is a gift? It's free. It don't cost me nothing when I buy Christmas gifts. I don't ask them to pay a surcharge as I give them their gift. Just like Jesus doesn't ask us to pay a dime when he gives us the gift. Bible says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's not through the baptismal waters. It's not through being a member of Mid-County Baptist Church. It's not being a member of any other church in town. It's by the grace and the almighty power of the Lord Jesus Christ that will take you to heaven when you die. The gift of salvation is free for all who will call on Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm glad it's a whosoever. I'm glad there's not qualifications for that. I'm glad he didn't sit there and say, well, you've got to do this and this and this. No, he said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Salvation's free. I'm glad salvation's free. I'm glad salvation's free. Salvation's free for you and me. I'm glad. Salvation's free. Salvation's free. We all know what it took for that. The Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Jesus Christ had to die so that you and I could have life and have it more abundant. Salvation's free, guys. No cost to me. There's a cost involved, but it wasn't paid by me. It was paid by the blood and the life of Jesus Christ. Again, I say this. If it's based on you and me, then why did he die? Why did he die on the cross if it was based on how good I could be? Because it's not. Because he paid for my sin. Number one, salvation is free. Number two, it's simple this morning. But salvation is, ready? Fabulous. <laughs> Guess what? I'm going to heaven, not because of what I've done, but because of what he's done, and it's fabulous. You say, why, do, why, why is it fabulous? Because I get to live forever with Jesus Christ. You mean i got to run the streets of gold? Listen to this. I will never, 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 never touch hell. I'll never even come close to it. I, I, I mean, I'm not going there because Jesus Christ saved me in spite of me, in spite of who I was, in spite of what I was when I, when I got saved, in spite of what I'll become. I am saved to the uttermost, and I'm going to heaven when I die because of salvation. It's fabulous. Anybody that doesn't want a part of salvation is a fool. That's right. That is a fool. Why do you say that? Because the Bible says the the fool has said there in their heart, no, God. There is not a God. That's what the fool has said. You're a fool to turn away away salvation. You're a fool to turn away salvation. Why? Because it's fabulous. Hey, you say, why is it fabulous? Because I'll never touch hell. Why is it fabulous? Because I'm going to spend eternity with my, with my family. Huh? My family that's gone on before, my family that'll go on after, my family that's there right now, I get to, work, I get to be in their presence. Why? Salvation is fabulous because I get to see my family one day. I have a hope, an eternal hope in Jesus Christ. Why is salvation fabulous? fabulous because I'll never touch hell why is salvation fabulous because I get to see my family one day why is salvation fabulous because I get to see Jesus and not at the judgment seat sending me to hell I get to see him and he's gonna say come on come on into heaven not because of what you did and not because of all the works that you did no sir hey I've got him I've got him covered come on in I paid for his due. I paid his wrong. I, I wrote every sin of his off. Uh, hey, they're buried in the deepest sea for no one to see. Huh? Salvation's fabulous. <clears throat> A lot of Christians need to tell their face that salvation's fabulous. <laughs> Turn that frown upside down, right? You go into Walmart. You go into just a regular store. You look at people. They're sad. They're disheartened. You know why? And I'm not saying all of them. A lot of them, because they don't have the Lord. When you have the Lord, there's something different about you. There's something different about the way you live. Paul says, this circumcision, don't add. Don't add to salvation. You say why don't why don't you need to add to salvation because it's free? Why don't you need to add to salvation because it's fabulous the way it is? And then lastly, number three, and I'm done. Don't add to salvation because it's forever. It's forever. You say what do you mean by that? The Bible says in John chapter number three and verse sixteen, He says, "For God so loved the world." That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you know what that means? That means life eternal. Do you know what that means? I'm gonna spend eternity with Jesus Christ forever and ever and ever and ever. You say, I, I heard a I heard a guy, I heard a preacher tell one time, uh, describe to me forever. How long is forever? It's forever, but he said this. He said this little sparrow came down to earth and he picked up a grain of sand. He said, Let me tell you how long forever is. Sparrow picks up this piece of sand and moves it a hundred miles and drops it until he's done move the whole earth. One drop at a time. Preacher says that's one day in eternity after he's moved the earth. Come on! That's forever. And I'm going to be with Jesus forever. I'm going to be at the feet of Jesus forever. That's why salvation is fabulous. It's forever. Why don't, don't you dare add to salvation. So many churches and so many preachers want to add to salvation. Don't add to it. Because it's already fabulous. It's already free. And it's always forever. 1 John 5.13 says, These things have it written unto them that you can know that you have eternal life. Eternal life means forever. I give unto them life, and neither shall they ever perish. I'm not gonna die. Did you know that? I'm not dying. I'm gonna defy it. I'm not dying. You say everyone has to die. That's right. But I'm not tasting of death. Oh, death. Where is thy sting? There is no sting for me. Because I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And when I close my eyes in death, I open my eyes in glory and I'll live forever. You know, the little song says, I'm going to live forever. I'm going to die no never. Jesus died on a tree for me, and I'm going to live forever. You know why I'm going to live forever? Because he died for me. I know it's a simple message this morning, but as I looked at that text and began to read it and study it, these guys want to add to it. Don't add to my salvation. I get, you know, that that irritates me so bad. Do you know how many people are are blinded by people that want to add to salvation and have to do this and have to do that and have to do. that. No, it's not about that. It's free. It's free. There's nothing I have to do to get it. If there was nothing I had to do to if there was nothing I had to do to get it, there's nothing I have to do to keep it. Not only that, I can't lose it. You say I can't lose my salvation. That's right. You can't because he said I give unto them eternal life. The moment that you, John 3.16, we all quoted it. John 3.16, he gives eternal life. Immediately, when I believe in Jesus Christ, I get it. I get eternal life. And I'll never perish. Never perish. Don't add to it. Don't add to something that's already great. Don't add to something that's already pure. Don't add to something that's already the best thing there is. Salvation. God could love me enough to save me. He can love enough you enough to save you. I didn't have to do anything to get it, except God. You're the answer. I'm not the answer. I can't get there myself. I'm dependent on you and you alone to take me there. That's what. And that's what's going to take. You. Maybe I'm talking to a bunch of people in here that's already done that. And you can rejoice in salvation being fabulous. And you can rejoice in the fact that salvation is forever. Come on in with this thought. Salvation's forever. And the only thing that you're going to take with you. On the other end, I have people in my family. They don't get saved. They won't spend forever. Pray. For them. Tell them that salvation is free. Salvation is fabulous. And salvation is free. God, we love you. We thank you for today. We thank you for allowing us to be in your house this morning.